0: Hi, guys, it's Mike. This is the second part in a long conversation I had with Alex. Uh, If you haven't seen part one, it's all about EV and Alex's business, the whole backstory and everything. So go check that out. But right now, we're going to get into solar, MCS, and me basically picking the brains of someone that knows way more about these things than me. Get comfy and enjoy.
1: The Electrician Podcast, powered by Schneider Electric. We're bringing you the electrical industry experts you need to hear, to discuss the topics you need to know about.
0: Segwaying on from EVs. So obviously there's all sorts of other renewables, um, some that are um, incestuous with EVs, to put it one way, um, and some that aren't, but um, yeah, what else do you do um and then I I think I know what you're going to say but I've got some questions for you
1: yeah sure um yeah so we're much more we're a lot newer to what I'm about to say than we are with the EV but we've we've started getting more and more involved with solar and and battery storage um we've been doing it for a while sort of subcontracting to others and We've recently just gone through the process of our MCS assessment because we want to sort of be an in-house operation.
0: That's like the governing body, right? For yeah. So
1: the, the MCS is required if the customers want smart export guarantees. If they want to be able to have the the capability of selling any excess energy back to the grid, um, they need to have used as an MCS approved contractor.
0: So it's a big deal, basically.
1: Yeah. Um, but your install
0: to pay for itself
1: yeah exactly um but interestingly octopus energy uh earlier this week come out
0: is this this controversy that everyone's talking about that i know nothing about
1: yeah so i i, I was pretty annoyed when i read it because i found this out the day of our mcs assessment although mcs i think is a, is a great thing but they've come out and said that An electrician or the installer no longer needs MCS to install for an Octopus Energy customer, which most people are going to be on anyway if they're going down the PV and EV route because of the the tariffs.
0: Oh, so you can you don't need to be you don't have to have an MCS installer. They're saying you don't
1: need to be MCS, which I I I think is a really bad idea because it's going to open it back up again to all these people doing installations that are subpar because they're not going to be regulated really um, and and
0: everyone's using octopus right because they're like the go-to
1: yeah i would say probably nine times out of ten people that are getting solar or they've got an ev they're probably going to be with octopus
0: so who's dictated that then Is octopus dictated that then
1: yeah yeah they've they've made the move to basically say you don't need to be mcs approved and everyone's got a different opinion on it um i would yeah because Epix did a video on it and I I thought it was very surprising um, that they've done that. I don't know if other energy providers will follow them or just stand firm with the way it currently is. But I think MCS is a good thing because although like your your NIC or NAPIT annual inspection, it's only once a year you're having to follow a set of standards that whole year with your sort of document. And
0: and it's another level of segregation. So like, Where you, where we know there's plenty of electricians um, who are good and bad both with and without NIC. I think yeah, good words yeah, without and good, you know, but um it segregates it, you know, as soon as you put that that thing on send, you need to be registered. It it whether you're good or bad, whether you slip through the net or you're the best electrician in the world, you it, it filters it down. Um and at least even the bad ones that have slipped through the net are going to get found out at some point, you know. Um, although I don't think they're actually that good at doing that, but you know in an ideal world they should but then you're then going right and you've also then got to be not only nic because you have to be you have to be registered to get mcs you have to be of a governing body to get mcs yeah
1: so so we have to be qualified right yeah absolutely yeah so so we're with the nic um full scope for our general day-to-day stuff we chose napit for the mcs because we'd heard it was a bit of a smoother process and yeah quicker
0: so it's like an extra thing with NIC or with Napit, is it with MCS? It's not considered like the same as being an electrician.
1: Or- no, it's a, it's an additional additional fee that's sort of there's basically the same cost as your whole annual subscription for, for electrical. Um and then there's so many things to consider. Like I think if we were to sort of toll up what it's cost for us to be able to offer. Solar installations and BMCS approved. It's cost us about four thousand pound to you know change our insurance to cover working on a roof, doing the MCS, um, sub- uh, membership and assessment, uh getting software we need to to manage all of the paperwork side of things. Um, and
0: then the customers saying some bloke on Facebook will do it for off that, mate. So just, yeah, just, and there's,
1: just, there's training courses <laughs> you you had to go on uh, it's, discount we get it all the time like with with ev and, and when we quote solar jobs they're like oh so on solar like it's obviously not something that's cheap to have installed and they'll be like oh john's come in two grand less than you and uh, we're not interested in getting in a to you know back and forth with to uh, compete with someone else's price
0: i don't do it and i don't provide breakdowns either no i like all I
1: say to the customer is, that if they, if, they've, if we've come to a situation where they've already been quoted by someone else, I'll say, I don't, I don't care what their price is, you don't need to tell me that, but just let me know what they've actually quoted you on in terms of spec, so... At least we can quote the same inverter if we think it's good to install. For, but yeah, we're,
0: we, we're also like paying for a scaffold as well. So we do, you know, yeah, that's, that's what I love when they're like, yeah, he's, he's not put a scaffold on there, though. So, you know, how's he getting up there? You know? <laughs> yeah. When he falls off your roof, yeah. what are you going to
1: do? I, I've seen people attempt it off a ladder. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. But yeah, it's all those silly little things. Um, and it takes time to, design a solar job, you know, we could spend a whole day looking designing a job if it's a slightly bigger the one. Grants,
0: you're doing the grants at home for them yeah. to make their price cheaper before they even receive it. Yeah. And and then you're fronting that money.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, and there's all this training we you know go on and that's a whole nother topic as to what I th- what I thought of the training course. Um basically very recently they I think back in April, just as we were getting into looking at MCS they made like battery storage a separate technology um under like mcs uh, so it meant that you needed the battery uh storage qualification which double double e double s so uh, battery storage energy storage systems um so like three weeks before our assessment which was yesterday we had to find somewhere to go and do this course otherwise we weren't going to be able to get that part of the technology on our assessment but it was also last minute that we, we found out about it um so we had to go up to Halifax from Bournemouth um to, to do this course uh which was yeah fun um yeah
0: it's lovely van that way though isn't it? Sorry. yeah
1: I love Halifax we yeah we had a, a real laugh there and the, the town I quite like it it's quite sort of a bit like Bath and Oxford like there's a lot of nice buildings but people are friendlier up north um yeah
0: oh no they are to be fair yeah they just hate us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, um, like I hate you in a nice way, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they've someone when we were there, someone was saying they've got the oldest nightclub in in the UK in Halifax. Um, yeah,
0: but I don't know if that's a good thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how um, sticky is the floor?
1: You know. Yeah, we we didn't go there, but I heard it was seventy five p shots available. So that's sort of wow, you know, wow,
0: they are. Yeah, yeah, I think they're stuck there, aren't they?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we've had to do a whole load of trading and courses to be able to offer this, and there there are probably people out there that you know are going to be way cheaper than us because they don't have any of these procedures in place, and
0: that will bite the customer in the you know behind there at some point, but wow so there's a lot to unpack even there just with mcs so but so the course is one thing um so yeah all that outlay as well to get into it but um yeah so mcs is basically the the governing body then and then it's almost not needed if you're installing nine out of 10 installations now anyway
1: yeah yeah i don't know how long that that will that will last for Um, but yeah, if you're with Octopus, yeah, basically you don't...
0: Because, so, again, going back to what we were saying, that was like you had all that filtering already and then you got that final filter where it's like, oh, but are you MCS? And it's like, again, you have bad MCS installers, you have good ones, but they'll all be held to a standard. and yeah, exactly. All... And the best thing I love about it is is there's there's bad NIC and NAPIT installers, don't get me wrong. And when you do report them, there's not always the desired outcome um i don't think they have the best system they have to go back and and remedy their work isn't it that's the thing but i you know as a customer i wouldn't want if someone come in and said this is all wrong you know who done it oh them oh you need to report them i'll report them to them and then they've got to come back and fix it (laughs) but that's whatever but at least there's a number and a name and an address and they're you know they're a limited company tied to it and the same as if you have a bad MCS in store or a good one um, they should have all obviously gone through the course been held to a standard and been denied but even if there is a rogue one they still have a registration number. They still have a, as so many times you go up to someone's, you go into someone's property, whether it's, you know, battery or solar or just normal electrical installations. And you're like, who did this? And they don't even know. They don't have any record of it. And you're like, and I've had stuff like, um, they've had the board changed and they've not connected up the TTs. There's just no earth. It's, It's using the bonding as the electrode you know because that they connected that up and it's like that's bad <laughs> like, who done it oh well you know don't know i've got this guy this builder in and then he had like you know his kitchen fitter who also does electrics um but i can't really remember his name i just paid the builder i'll ring the builder though did you ring him yeah no he he, he said he can't get hold of him and blah, blah blah and you know what i mean and then you're like oh yeah good job no one died you know and i know no one no one ever dies. Delay, but like, there's a reason why you have this. Uh, someday someone will as well, you know, because this stuff is serious. I don't say that like no one ever dies because it's not serious, but it's just you do have to have that real perfect recipe. But um, yeah, so uh, someday someone will, and I, I think that's when we'll go. Oh, maybe we should, you know, protect the role of electrician and you can't buy this stuff down. You know, I won't name anyone. I don't get anyone in trouble, but you can't go to the <laughs> to anywhere and buy a whole fuse board cable and everything. You can't buy gas fittings. You know? Well, when my mate first got gas fitted, we were both very young, so he you didn't know. And I was going to the wholesalers, he's like, Oh, can you go grab me some elbows? Elbows for gas pipe. Yeah. You know? Went in there, you got your registration mate. Nah, it's for my mate though. And he he sent me a picture of it. Nah, that's not you though. You need to have your thing to buy these elbows for gas pipe, not a boiler not uh that's like having having to have the card to you know buy clips <laughs> like but that's how I think it should be anyway that's my ran over um so you got MTS anyway
1: yeah so, so our, yeah our assessment was yesterday
0: so we're just waiting for the, the documentation to be sorted um and and how's the so obviously that's for solar and um battery storage um and what's that looking like is that an exciting market for you i actually find that stuff a lot more interesting than ev i've been watching a lot of everyone's doing content on it at the minute I've been watching yeah
1: yeah i think it's still a really growing market um especially i don't know what the market's like where, where you're based but down here we're certainly seeing a lot you know a lot of solar going on and we've started to get quite a few inquiries and we've not done many of our own solo installations because we wanted to get the MCS, yes. sorry, the MCS sorted without having too many under our belt. Um, Cause it's sort of a gray area. Like, should you be installing systems without having had your MCS assessment? But if you don't install one, how, what what are you going to show the guy uh, or, or lady that might come out? Um, so we, what we chose to do was start doing a load with as a subcontractor. So we were getting experience doing it, but they weren't our jobs. And now we've started to do a few of our own, and each one we've you know learned something new or thought oh let next time let's have the trunking configured this way in the in the garage or whatever where the earth stuff's going um but yes, yeah, it's, it's really interesting, we are new to it, but we're nowhere near as knowledgeable with this as we are with with e v but um I think we will be in you know. Few years time with hopefully a few hundred oh, installations destiny, under yeah. our um what one thing we don't get involved with is the roofing element so we get uh friends of ours that do i've done roofing for years in solar installations, so they'll, they'll come out and put the hooks in and then we'll take it from like the rail onwards um because it's always just better to get someone to do that element because then we're not taking any responsibility for the integrity of that roof. And
0: Yeah, I I hate to think how many roofs Because <laughs> I've
1: seen solar installed on roofs that look like they shouldn't have ever had solar on. Like They're, they're like that, nah, like the, the roof sort of looks like it's caving in and panels on. Maybe um, they
0: weren't caving in until they had the solar put on. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that, we don't want to we don't want to get no it's an of expertise um i don't know how many roofers consume electrical content but i imagine there's loads of them. like you know what are you doing (laughs) um i hate roofs i've got no problem with heights when you're supposed to be up there you know and that includes like at work when you know there's access to get up there and i've been on i've been on roofs of 12-story buildings and bloody all sorts but I just hate messing with roofs, walking over them, climbing on them. Um, yeah, we we do um we do a lot of demo jobs, and um they would be like big buildings, and they'd have like generators and all sorts on the roof, basically. Um, one example is like Bloomberg, uh, World News, their old HQ in London. They had like four generators in the basement, four on the roof, eleven thousand volts like hv generators and we're not hv we'd get hv companies in to isolate um we'd disconnect all the batteries in the generators um because like even if they just do like a quarter of a turn that's eleven thousand volts so disconnect all of that and then we would then do all the cuts and then there'd be like loads of laborers loads like hundreds of laborers and they'd work from a cut end basically but you would just be on these roofs and you'd be up there um, supposed to be up there in all these places but then you'd have to go on the lanyard because you're on the edge because you're cutting tray there'd be gaps in the roof with tray going between them and, j- and yeah I I hate them to be honest with you Um, they're just complicated and I don't know enough about them we'd have sometimes we'd have roofers up there with us just to tell us where we can and can't go what we can and can't break cut because you, you know you might fall, fall through um there's like load bearings and stuff like that on these roofs but same with like domestic roofs I hate them you're on the tiles there and I know they take you obviously but the tires all clattering and clunking um they always have that fine china sort of thing to them where you think they're just gonna yeah
1: Um, yeah I've not got much experience on the roof really I wouldn't make a good solar installer I don't think (laughs) (laughs) I've started to you know be more active and getting on them because we want to get into the, the the market heavily so you need to be comfortable on a roof and <laughs> it's quite important but like there's two, two or three jobs we've done one roof um and i know i know nothing about the different tiles but other than a couple and th- we had one where it was like a rosemary tile so it's like a smooth plain tile quite small um i was quite nervous about walking on those because i'm i'm not the smallest guy and they're the ones that sort of are making noises as you're walking around and um then we did another job where it's like a concrete tile that almost felt like it had a grit on it and that was much easier to walk on because your, your foot sort of naturally gripped to it and it, they seemed a bit sturdier and stronger but um yeah i, I don't want to get involved with removing tiles because i just wouldn't know what to do in the event that i much max yeah. the they, they all have
0: their own way as well of like being removed um some of them easier than others some of them you really got to know um and i I just know I'd need to source spares as well and stuff like that. Just for own peace of mind, I'd hate that. It's not to deter anyone though. You just got to face the challenge head on. Um but yeah, I'm not really <laughs> I'm not really motivating people, I guess. But um no, it's all part of the fun. And they're not necessarily always on roofs like that. I mean, I see Corey Mountain to the side of a house. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that seems to be a thing i've actually seen a few houses around this way does that... it
0: still work the same or is there is there like efficiencies losses but it's acceptable or yeah i i've never really looked into that
1: but i would guess it's slightly less efficient because it's not really got the optimum pitch
0: right Because like why wouldn't you just like you know you get these tesla roofs they're all you know they're making the full use of all of the space but then like why wouldn't you be clad in Oh, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know if that sounds like a good idea And have Said it out loud, but why wouldn't you be clad in these buildings in it too if they do work horizontally? But I suppose I don't know enough about them.
1: Yeah, that's something. That, yeah, person, I don't personally know much about that myself with how effective they are. But I I'll have to ask Corey tomorrow when I see him actually. Um, yeah, because it's an it's another way of if people are happy with that on their their house, another way that they can get panels on if their roof might not be suitable for solar for whatever reason. Um that's a, a another way of doing it um there was someone a company we worked for doing EV charging one of the bosses there has um actually put solar panels around the perimeter of his fence in his garden um I'm not on the seen... outside yeah so actually in his gut gar- so in, within the perimeter of his garden where his fence panels are he's got solar panels fixed to them all the way around um which I'd never seen before until yeah, one of the guys showed me a photo. But yeah, that was an interesting uh setup. Um but yeah, we start we're starting to see a lot more and more people. If they've got a bit of land with their house, they can have massive sort of ground mount arrays. Um in I don't know if you've seen them, they're like bucket, they almost look like a cat litter tray, but they've got a bit of a pitch to them. And you the panel goes on it with, with some ballast. Um
0: yeah, yes, uh, we've fine. got a massive solar array um, just behind my house. I love to fly the drone over it, um, just because it's it goes on for miles. So like, um, you, if you have the drone a certain way, it's just panels for you can. I've got the same shot several times. It's just interesting to see, but um, yeah, it's a massive array. Um, I think it's like farmers' fields of just yeah, a load of panels. In. Um I'm guessing there they obviously. You know, they, they must be efficient. I guess it must be worth their while. Um,
1: yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of those sort of solar farms where they su- they're supporting the national grid. Um... Yeah,
0: I've I've seen stuff as well about um, us building them abroad in more efficient countries. And then um, we're actually putting in cabling as well and infrastructure to get the, the energy back to the UK um, just because you're spending the money building the arrays in you know in England um and yeah it obviously it's obviously not as efficient as um yeah it's it's in places like Africa and stuff like that so um yeah I've seen that that's less interesting um and it's it's good for these countries as well it's obviously it's helping develop their economy and stuff like that too. So it seems largely positive um, from what I've seen from it. But um I think solar is going to be a big thing, especially as it gets more efficient and stuff. Um yeah, I wasn't, I'll be honest, I wasn't convinced sort of 10 years ago, but um just from the results that you would see. Um and the and then when they changed the tariff as well back then, if you had the boom a little bit before my time, just before I got into the career, you had a massive boom, and then they changed the tariffs, and then it was like, what's the point? Um, but yeah, no, it does seem um, seem seem like the way it's going. What's um what's cool for me as well is the battery storage. I find that so cool. I know people that have just fitted batteries just to charge them in the day and uh, charge them at night. Sorry, and use it in the day just because it's cheaper. <laughs> and that to me, I like you know that is a that is a life hack. Um, and then obviously, if you can charge it using. Um, solar or excess energy from your hot water system, or, or, or whatever, um, or even store it in your hot water system as a thermal battery. Um, I again, like you can um, within my energy system and stuff like that, you can have you can take from your car or charge your car, and you know it's it, it's it's really cool how your whole house is like a battery. And you're- yeah,
1: since my energy have brought out the inverter and battery combination, they they literally i've got it all covered now from ev charging see the, the eddie that's been out for a long time power diverter for immersions um and now the the battery and, and inverter yeah they've got it all going on and their app is so simple to use and can work with third-party products as well um it's just a really user probably the one of the best apps i've come across in yeah on that side of things How how simple it is to use for the customer and, and an installer to set up because some apps are a nightmare but um yeah the, I, I haven't installed one of their inverters or batteries yet. i'm waiting to i think next week i'm going up to do the training on it um because you've, you've got to have done their in-house training to be able to uh not to be able to install them but obviously to be able to offer the warranty of their product to, to the customer if you're not not approved um but yeah, there's so many products on the market, like with EV, we're trying to like pick a couple. Just...
0: I imagine it's hard to keep up with it all, but it's also hard in the sense of like, it's what the customer wants too, right? But I, obviously some of them are a sure bet too, mm. but some of them are probably like, oh, I get a few inquiries about this product. But not enough. But you know, maybe the course would be good. Maybe I'd get more inquiries if I did the course. It must be hard. Um, I feel like it's a very competitive market now. I think everyone's trying to have a piece. Um, yeah, um, company wise, business wise, you know, everyone's trying to have a have a new product, have a new thing. Um, but yeah, I think there's a few that have r- sort of risen to the top, isn't there?
1: Yeah, definitely. One one thing we like we look at. We're gonna like choose a new. Uh, product to work with the manufacturer is what's their technical support like, like do they actually answer that can you actually get hold of someone in the event of an issue and, uh, or a query and how do they deal with it from from our perspective and then also to the customer when we're tra- telling them about something we recommend we want to be able to reassure them that likewise for them if they've ever got any questions about the system that's not something we would answer that they can actually get hold of someone on the end of the phone or on on the online chat because a couple of them are yeah can be. this it's just annoying if you can't get hold of someone, um, you know, setting up an inverter, and it's something that you you just don't know yourself that they could probably easily answer, but you just can't get hold of them. But most of them are pretty good. They have like a WhatsApp chat, like Solar Edge, Solax. Most of the the big brands they have like a WhatsApp group that you can get added to, and they respond almost immediately, which is which is
0: pretty good. No, that's good That You need that, I think, especially these tech companies, you need that level of of um of response, of reactiveness. Um so you've told me, you know, you wanna you wanna keep doing the content and stuff like that. But what's next for what's coming up for South Coast TV? Where do you see yourself in six months, a years' time?
1: Um I would think in terms of growth for the business, we we may have may have a couple more guys on. We never want to be a massive company. We don't want, you know, 20 employees. We'd like yeah, to keep I, quite small I, I can
0: recommend that thoroughly, yeah. Yeah.
1: For... You know, we might add two more people to the team at some point, and that would probably be it from a, you know, that perspective. Until in, in, a point where me and Pete come off the tools completely, which will happen because of the paperwork being generated is, is insane. Um, and we might take a couple more people on or, or get an office. assistant that can help with paperwork but um i'm just going yeah ranting about that now um i see a little bit of growth potentially in like company size of employees um i'd like us to be like fully in-house not relying on anyone else for work but we can also be selective at wanting to work with other subcontractors that we like working with um and yeah the the youtube channel i would like to see have some growth to it um we want to be able to create content and do it regularly and it's it's too easy to say i'm not going to bother filming this today because i really can't be asked but we just i just need to do it and um it's it's so easy it's like going to the gym it's easy i can think of a million reasons why i'm not going yeah um yeah
0: no you just need to um just need to do it yeah um yeah that's good though. There's good, well-rounded goals. Um, I I can definitely, um, yeah, see you achieving them as well. And I think, yeah, not not scaling too big is is great. Um, a lot of companies make more money when they're leaner. Um, that's just from my experience of working in them as a minion not you know um in different levels of management at times but never never running them um but yeah some of these companies that get to 20 blokes um to be as do you know as profitable or whatever um by by 10x in their workforce they'd actually need to you know have 40 blokes or uh, stuff like that um i think um and the bringing everything in the house is very smart it's going to make your operation run a lot smoother as well so yeah yeah you know that's um and yeah keep going with the youtube honestly it's very rewarding and um yeah uh, i can't give you uh, any advice because i'm terrible at it to be fair but i, I really enjoy um,
1: watching your your content
0: thank yeah. you I, I just don't do it enough i should do it so much more i don't think i've put a video out for like nearly a month again and um yeah i i I'm trying to do, do it more consistently, but it's just... I've put way too much time and effort into the videos, and then it creates a bottleneck, but I've... Uh... <laughs> Uh, i have a bit of a standard but no with your stuff though please do continue it on um I'll, i've enjoyed what i've seen so far and um yeah i won't take up anyone any more of your time because it's really really late <laughs> sorry no no um, problem sir. but thanks for coming on thanks for talking about EV um and, and solar and stuff like that because i just find all that so fascinating i'm so um yeah un Unversed in it. Um, just for the viewers, one more time. Your Your Alex South Coast AV. Where can they find you? What channels? What What platforms? Um, we they can find us on Instagram, TikTok,
1: YouTube, obviously LinkedIn. You can find us on pretty much any platform. Instagram is probably the best the best place to go to. Um, South Coast TV. South Coast TV. Yeah, you can contact us directly through WhatsApp on it if you've got any questions um yeah
0: uh, happy days well thank you very much for your time again and uh, thanks um, for having me on. i'll speak to you soon mate
1: yeah
0: <laughs> cheers. <laughs> cheers thanks for listening if you are enjoying this
1: show please leave a review hit subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes